Today's episode is sponsored by NewAmsterdam.com. Imagine a world where creatives always have a key to the city. Use promo code 3PLAY and get three signature notebook ones for only $20. That's T-H-R-E-E-P-L-A-Y. This and more are available exclusively at KNEWAmsterdam.com. NewAmsterdam.com. Welcome, citizen. Hello, Jordan. Hi. How are you? Scared of the wind. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I wonder if it's going to show up on our recording. It's crazy windy. It, earlier when I was trying to get Zoe in, she was like, like her little eyes were squinting like she oh, was trying to walk. <laughs> poor baby. Oh, everyone has outages, so we have to do this fast before. Uh, yeah, our power's been blinking all day. Oh my God. I thought I was not going to be able to work earlier. Oh my God. Okay. So say it fast. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> How about welcome to Crime Crazy, the weekly true crime podcast with Aaron Fine and Jordan Middleton, where we prove that we know nothing about our legal system, but we're still crazy for a good true crime story. Oh, it's like everyone <laughs> had awesome. us on like the fast forward, like the speed up, <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't. It's just us. Everyone has now checked. I watch their a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I was say I watch a lot of Gilmore Girls, and that's like a really fast paced like show. Yeah. And I am always like, this is great. And Mike's like, this is too fast. Like, what are they even saying? Right can't figure it out me being the nerd i am i was like well yeah a normal scene is like 35 pages or 35 words per whatever or something and i'm like there's a 70 and he's like okay <laughs> i'm like oops sorry um yeah i'm just impressed with us that we could get all of that out because you remember mm-hmm. it took us like 20 some episodes yeah. to say it correctly <laughs> at, at all. all slow fast thinking oh about goodness. it <laughs> That's what it is. We don't think about it. We just say it now. Yeah. You just yeah. close your eyes and go. Yep. Not that that has anything. Closing your eyes has anything to do with talking. Maybe you're visualizing the words and you're reading them really fast. Yes. Yeah. In my head. That's like when you're looking for something and you turn the radio down. Yeah. And you're like, like no, you're no, no. Yeah. I need to hear. I need to hear better because I'm right. lost. Right. <laughs> right. I can't see when the radio's on. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Totally get it. All right. Well, I have a couple of stories for you today. I know. I'm excited. I, I'm i pretty excited about my stories, but I'll tell you what. I, as excited as I am about the content, I'm still really excited about how pretty they look in my notebook. I know. I was going to say, that <laughs> is what you're really excited about. It, you know, now takes me like three days to get a story written down, I but know. whatever. I could not do that. I could barely write this down last night. It's all, mine's all different colors. It is. It's very pretty. Wow, you made it two minutes I in know. before that yawn. It, I blame this on your daughter today. <laughs> <laughs> it was She's a long a day. <laughs> it was a hour fight about a chicken nugget, so. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. Are they ready yet? Are they ready yet? Are they ready yet? Are they ready yet? I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, for 20 minutes. Oh as soon gosh. as the timer went off, are they ready yet? Yes, they're ready. Can I have ketchup? Yes. Sat there. I don't want this. <laughs> I was like, eat the chicken nugget. This is why every time I get to, I go to get my hair done, Krista's like, we could just touch up your grays. Yep. <laughs> yes. That one's Sophia. That one's Sophia. That one's Sophia. <laughs> that one's work. That one's Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, All you right. have a cat friend behind you who's falling asleep sitting up because she won't let her on your lap. I know. But she's I so think. mad. Aww. She does give me kisses. That's cute. <laughs> she bit Toby yesterday and he's like, why would she do that? 
And I was like, oh were you patting her a lot? Yeah. I said, well, I don't know how to explain this to you, but pretty much when cats get excited, they bite people. Right. <laughs> she was like, or he said, oh, she just really likes me then. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. We'll stick with that. She bit me yesterday too. Mm-hmm. I was on the couch and all three of the dogs were lying on me and then also the cat. Mm-hmm. And when it was time to get up, I said, okay, I'm getting up. And all the dogs jumped off and they were fine. She doesn't do no. that because she's a cat. cat. Yeah. So I stood up. So she here to serve me. her. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think she bit me one time for doing that. Yeah. But she's still like the most doggy cat ever. Yes. Very she doggy. really is. So. All right. Um, all right. So I'm going to tell you a story unless you have anything else you want to do first. Mm, no. No, I don't. There's nothing else I'd rather do than listen to this story. <laughs> <laughs> you're nothing? Like, you're like, unless you want to do anything first. And the first thing I thought of was like, well, you know what? I really need a grocery shop. And <laughs> right. <laughs> but Walmart's closed. So. Walmart is closed? They, they like can't ring people up because they have no power <gasps> so i'm supposed to cook dinner for like 40 million people tonight. i'm sure no that groceries. they'll be on like soon last time facebook said that was 20 minutes ago so i assume they're probably up and running with like generators wow. but yeah how, how can walmart be closed i don't get it yeah uh, it's Walmart's not never closed. i know <laughs> they're only closed Christmas. like part of one day yeah. each year okay well um since we can't go to walmart i guess i'll just tell you a story about a crime <laughs> Uh, so this one, I think people are actually going to recognize the name okay. because um, he was in the news recently as oh. in like this past week. Oh. Although all of his crimes are from decades ago. Okay. So that being said, I'm going to jump right in. Okay. So Doyle Lee Ham. Does that sound familiar to you at all? It's just a great name, I I must say. But no, it's not (laughs) sounding familiar. So I'm pretty sure that A-L-E-X-A was the one who told me this story originally. And then I had to go and do the rest of the the research. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So I'm going to start at the beginning then and not tell you why he was in the news. Yeah, don't. Until the end. So biographically, um, he was born on February 14th, Valentine's Day, 1957, Mm. in Alabama, where he grew up. I found a couple of different things about his family. One of them said that he was number 10 out of 12 siblings. Holy crap. Uh, But Google, for whatever reason, only had 10 total listed. So like nine siblings for him. And it was like seven brothers and two sisters or something insane like that. And now the cat's on your She (laughs) swatted at the wire because it was in her way. Yeah, well. And now she's on my lap. She says, this is where I'm meant to be. Okay, kick got you in today. Just don't dig your claws so, in me. Either way, insane number yeah. of children. Yeah. Uh, and he was way, way at the end. His dad was a carpenter and a cotton picker. Hmm. And he was also a drunk. Uh-huh. And he also beat his children. Oh. And he was also in and out of jail all the time, mostly for public drunkenness. However, his sister later reported that one of the things her dad used to say all the time was, if you don't go out and steal, you're not a ham. Like, that's not something you want on, like, your family crest. You know what I mean? (laughs) No. He was apparently really proud of that. um, I'm going to guess he was drunk when he said it. um, Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a safe guess anyway. Uh Uh-huh. 
So his early life, not the dad, but Doyle Lee Ham, his early life, he was also a drunk. And by early life, I mean elementary school. Oh, my God. Also a drunk. He drank a lot of beer. Uh, he failed the first grade because he just didn't do anything. You're six in first grade. Yeah. Six. Pretty much six-year-olds, unless there's something serious going on, they, they like school. Yeah. That's a good place. I don't know. I guess I guess really in his case there was something serious going on. His dad's freaking Looney Tunes. Yeah. Uh, in ninth grade, he went ahead and just decided he was done with school altogether and dropped out. That was the last year. Uh, he stopped drinking or stopped just drinking beer. He moved on to Valium, mm-hmm. Percocet, oh. and Quaaludes. A Quaalude is also like a name of a drink, right? Do you know? I think it is. Maybe. So it's also a sedative. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, all of those are very, like, mm-hmm. happy, sleepy kinds of things. The lights are blinking. We're going to be <laughs> scary. <laughs> you know what, though? It's fine because we're just. Oh, no, it's not fine. Our, no, our stuff. Will I was going to say. No. <laughs> For a not. second there, I was good. Yikes. Okay. All right. So graduated to all of these like seriously, not seriously hardcore, but I, I feel like he was taking a lot of them at one time. Yes. Uh, and definitely illegally. These weren't things that somebody had prescribed because he had some sort of condition or whatever. He was buying them illegally. Six of his brothers, six of yeah. at least seven, <laughs> ended up in jail a lot. Ugh. Uh, and then he decided that he would like to join those ranks and be a true ham. So he uh, he was in jail, in and out of jail, for all of his young adult life. Crimes like burglary, larceny, assault. Just, you know, having a this good town time. This town like, I fucking hate this family. Yes. Like, they probably knew all of them. And yeah. was just like, there goes so-and-so ham again. Right. His little sister gets to school and they're like, oh, it's a ham. <laughs> every time the power blinks i like hold my breath yeah now it seems to be still okay. okay all right okay um he got married as a young adult as well and he had a daughter but he was only married for six months and then his wife filed for divorce citing drunkenness among the many many reasons that she no longer wanted to be married to him i, I was saying that's something she would have saw before they got married but hey Considering it started when he was like six, yeah. I would think that she probably should have known that. She's from the same town. I'm sure she knows. Right. It. It's another ham. Yeah. So anyway, January 1987, he okay. loses his shit. It's about time. <laughs> right. He goes on his very last crime spree. Mm. They, it was him and a couple of other guys. They shot somebody in Mississippi. Okay. They stole, these were among their crimes. There were a whole bunch of them, but most notably, they shot somebody in Mississippi. Uh, They came back to Alabama. They stole $350 from a hotel clerk's drawer. Mm. And then just because they shot him in the temple and killed him. (gasps) Aww. Yeah. So they were arrested very shortly after. He confessed, didn't even put up a fight. Like, you know, at that point, no yeah. one's going to believe you anyway. And he was convicted and sentenced to death by electrocution. Holy crap. Alabama apparently has a bright yellow electric chair, or at least it used to be bright uh. yellow. And so that's how he was going to die. Ew. Okay, keep talking. 
Why? What? I don't know. I'm trying to remember like any news story I've seen recently and trying to connect the dots in my head. And I Mm -hmm. have one, but I don't know if it's the right one. So I don't want to say it. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. And I'll tell you if it's the right one or not. Okay. So his execution date was finally scheduled for February 22nd, 2018. (gasps) Okay. It's a little over a week ago. Yes. All right. So, um... There were problems before we even got to that date. So after he was put in jail, of course, he had a lifelong history of drug use, which after he was sort of done with the prescription medications, he moved on to things that he was putting in his veins, like heroin and all that. So that was really sort of screwing him up physically. Yeah. Then he was diagnosed with cancer, lymphoma in his brain, which was extremely painful and, you know, made him very, very sick and managed to contract hepatitis. And I'm not sure if that happened in prison or if that was before prison Uh. with all the drug use, but Mm -hmm. either way. So all of these things together created um, a really big problem. Yeah. (laughs) Because... um, so here's how the the death penalty, here's some things that you need to know about the death penalty in Alabama. Yeah, because I don't know anything. So, and I, I should say too, well, I'll, I'll say at the end how I sort of feel about the death penalty, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, when he was sentenced, it was death by electric chair, yes. electrocution. However, recently, uh, and I'm not exactly sure when, they have changed their laws so that it is death by lethal injection unless you request the electric chair. So it is still an option, but they're Uh not going to make you do it. Who would, I don't know, who would pick that? There were some people on Criminal Minds that picked it. Ow. Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. All right. Yeah. Ow. Sorry. Also, ow to the cat. Oh. (laughs) Also, probably ow with the electric chair, I would think. Yes. I I don't know. I mean, maybe. I just want to, like, go to sleep and die. Like, I don't want to. (laughs) Right. Well, here is what happened last week on the 22nd when they went to put him down. Uh oh. Uh, Oh, here. The other thing that you need to know is that death warrants. They, when they decide on a date for execution, you have until midnight that day to execute the person. It can't be after midnight because the death warrant expires. Okay. And if you don't make it to that date, like there, or you don't make it before midnight, it's not that they're off the hook. It's just that you can't like execute them the next day because you don't have a piece of paper saying you get to execute them on the 23rd. Your paper says the 22nd. Okay. All right. Silly as that may be. So they will get a prisoner ready before midnight so that they can administer all of the drugs and everything and before midnight happens. Mm -hmm. Everything has to be all set up and ready to go and then you do the whole like waiting for the governor to call and pardon or whatever and then you kill the person. So as they're setting up, there were two doctors, one on either side of him. They knew that they were going to have a challenge because of his long-term drug use, his cancer, his hepatitis. Mm-hmm. He, he was not particularly healthy, so his veins were really hard to find. Mm. So two doctors, one working on each side of him, tried for two hours. Normally the process takes about 20 minutes to start an IV. They tried almost entirely just in his legs and ankles, and then they moved to his groin. 
which is a really good place to to find a vein, um, but not a place that people generally would start. No. There have been some executions, some lethal injections in our country in the past decade or so where they did have to eventually move to a vein in the groin. Um, But it's, and that's usually like when you can't get it anywhere else, then you Uh do that. Anyway, they stuck him over 12 times. And never managed to get an IV that they felt was going to be successful in delivering the drugs. Like, it wasn't that they couldn't stick the needles in there. And they even, you know, sometimes could, you know, it it would work for a minute. But his veins would collapse, everything else. It just never was going to work. So when it was getting close to midnight and they didn't think they were going to be successful, they had to call the whole thing off. Oh, my gosh. Because they had to make that deadline. Mm -hmm. And the doctors were pretty sure that it wasn't going to happen. So, now he will be rescheduled for another date, and they will attempt to execute him again. Uh, The date has not been announced. I'm not sure if it has been decided. I don't know what the process is, but a couple of articles that I was reading was saying, you know, it's still uncertain. We don't know, but it'll happen. Uh, They definitely had to record everything. They recorded what he was wearing and where he was stuck. They documented everything with photos, like, you know, just all of that kind of thing. His lawyer Mm. has decided that, um, oh, he's asking for all of the records. He wants all of the photo evidence. He went in and had some people take photos for him as well he has been quoted in like newspapers and all of that as saying that this was torture and it was cruel and unnecessary and all of the rest of this he's making a big deal out of it there's some talk which I don't even know if this would ever work but there were some you know like thrown around we're gonna sue the prison we're gonna whatever so (sighs) that is where we currently stand that is crazy I think I did see the headline picture, Mm -hmm. but like, was, did you see a picture of him? Yeah. Is there like like a a dark? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what I saw. And then I think it said something about like tortured, uh, whatever. And I was like, okay, you're probably in there, especially if you have the death penalty because you killed someone. Yeah. At uh, least one someone. You have everything that's coming to you. And I'm like. Uh, at least, yeah, at least one someone. Yeah. But I was just like, uh, I don't know. So my thoughts were, I really don't like the death penalty. I don't feel like, it's not that I don't feel like people deserve to be killed if they have done horrific things. I have yeah. less of an issue with like the morality of it. But I feel like our justice system can't be trusted enough. To, to necessarily get the right person and yeah well like that one guy who was in prison forever and then finally they proved that he didn't do it right and he was about to like you know die right so well, and especially you know this one his his crimes were were well before we were routinely using dna anything yeah now he confessed yeah i would but, say that's a different situation too well it is but People also confess to things they didn't do. Like See, you're still. I thought I think about that a lot, and I'm like, if you're dumb enough and brave enough to say you did all these things, knowing that you could get the death penalty, mm-hmm. then tough shit. I think if you're bragging about it and you're excited or yeah. you're like voluntarily confessing, but I also don't know that I trust the people taking the confessions all the time. Like yeah. I don't trust them enough to say yes. 
you know, if somebody mm-hmm. is convicted and they're given the death penalty, then it's absolutely fair and they deserve it. Yeah. So there is a lot of like, in this case, it's OK. In that case of this, that and like, yeah, wishy washy yeah. feelings about it. Yeah. So my whole feeling is that I don't I don't love it. I don't think it's a great idea. I would not. I would not ever vote for it, I don't think. Um, that being said, his lawyer calling the needle marks torture is total bullshit. Oh, yeah. He's an Ivy drug user. Yep. He's fine with being mm-hmm. stuck a few times. That's not a big deal. They probably didn't bother him one bit. No. And I'm sure that he had to have some, I mean, well, he had surgery. They would have started an IV for that. He had all mm-hmm. sorts of like chemo and drug treatments and oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. All of that would have been done with a needle, like getting stuck. And if it was that challenging to find a vein, I'm sure he's been stuck that many times before. I had surgery a number of years ago. And when I woke up, maybe like the day after, I was still in the hospital recovering and I was really dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And they were trying to find a vein and I'm a hard stick anyway. And they stuck me a bunch of times. I never would have been like, this is torture. Right. Cruel and unusual punishment. That's Lindsay because they always like can't find a vein. Then when they do, she bruises so bad afterwards, which I used to, but now I'm like a little bit better. But it's just everyone's body is different. And especially Mm -hmm. if you abused your veins your whole life. Yeah. Like, or not even whole life, but majority of your life. Sure. Like that's no. Sure. If I was a judge, I'd be like, shut the fuck up and get out. Right. I'd be a great judge. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure that nothing will come of any of that. I am really interested to see what their next plan for execution is though yeah because on the one hand their law as i understand it is that you can't be like well no actually we're gonna strap you to the electric chair like that's what we're gonna do now that's it's a it's an option and a choice but it's not what happens yeah on the other hand what is to make them think that they could ever possibly have better luck than they had this time finding a vein Mm -hmm. and if they did find a vein that they thought would be adequate and what like start the execution it's quite a few yeah drugs that have to go into your system I don't know how long it takes I think it's like I think it's over 10 minutes so you'd have to be absolutely certain that you were able to that the vein wouldn't like collapse or right yeah or that his body would be strong enough to pump it through right Right, his circulation good enough. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't, Mm. I, I don't know what will happen next. But I definitely will have to keep an eye on it because I'm really interested. Yeah, my guess is that they'll just assign him a new date and deal with it when we get there. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to put in like a central line or anything like that ahead of time. I don't know if that falls in that weird, yeah, legal, you know. Yeah, definitely keep us posted because I'm, yeah. I mean, I want to know. It's interesting. It is. At any rate, so. Ah, okay. All right, that was my story. Mine is a little batshit crazy. Um, More batshit crazy yeah. than. <laughs> um, yeah, than others. So hold on, let me get my pen out of here. Um, so. This, this feels like a lot, but there's just a lot of like little details that build up. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That like, it's just one of those stories. Kit Kat, I'm going to hit you and I don't want to. 
I, I like that this whole time, like the whole podcast, you're communicating with the cat and moving the cat. And Well, I'm not trying to, but she was like hurting me. I swear yeah. she ripped my leggings. And then, which is okay, because I'm sure she ripped them before. And that's why I have more like holes in them. Well, well you said you weren't going to let her on your lap. Wow, because... and then she did because she's so freaking cute. I can't help it. And I'm a sucker. <laughs> Look at her. She's like, I know. Yeah, she is. She's uh, like, are you going to pet me? I see your hand getting close. I know. I'm just her person anymore, so... <laughs> All right, Kit Kat, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, we're ready. Um, <laughs> Is that her voice? <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, no, Kit Kat, her voice is way different. I can just tell. So we're going to start from the very beginning of this guy. So his name is Dale Nelson. Okay. And he was born March 19th, 1939. Ooh, very close to my guy. I know. That's why we started talking. Well, one, I could see the D from here. And I was oh, like, not very close to my guy. 57. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. I was I thinking. I thought it was 37. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking 70s because you earlier, what, earlier yesterday you said like 30 years ago this oh, happened. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. when mine starts happening. But he just happened to be born in 39. Anywho. Okay. 87 was 30 years ago. Oh, my God. Right? Where am I? Yeah, 87 was 30 years ago. That's what years. Well, it's 31. I, why do I keep thinking the 70s? <laughs> it's 30 years ago. <laughs> Get me out of here. All right. So, whatever. We're going back to 39. He was born March 9th. Okay. Or my 19th. Pisces. Um, He was <laughs> a, a logger mm-hmm. in Creston, British Columbia. Ooh, okay. I know. Um, and then he got married and he had three kids. And then he was reportedly very physically abusive to his wife. And mm-hmm. I was like, ugh, I, I was like, damn it. I mean, he's the bad guy. So why am I rooting for him? But you know what I mean? Um, and that he was <laughs> talked about to be very aggressive and unpredictable when he drank a lot. Gee. I know. Um, and he... This was never confirmed anywhere, but he may or may not have been on LSD. Ooh. So that kind of At just, the time of his crime or just in general? I think like in general and the mm. time of his crime. I so see. it's kind of like. So mm. probably. That's what I said. Well, I, when, after you listen to this, you're like, oh, yeah, definitely he was. Um, <laughs> like alcohol doesn't just do this to people. Um, <laughs> Great. Yeah. So he fell into this very depressed state in the um, in early 1970s. He 40 tr- years ago. Right. Um, he tried to attempt suicide and then ended up spending two months at like a hospital. Okay. So he got out <laughs> and instead of being healed, he went crazy. So September 4th, 1970, um, Dale bought a six pack and a bottle of vodka and headed to like a hotel tavern and met some friends. They said that he acted pretty normal. He talked about like the upcoming hunting season and just about like chit chat stuff. Just normal stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, then he left and met Maureen McKay, which was just a, a friend of his um, that he had loaned a seven millimeter caliber bolt action rifle to her so he went and picked it up okay yeah uh then that that, this is not this is making for a good ending oh we're not even close um then he drove back to creston bought ammo and more alcohol and Mm, met up with his friends at the hotel again and drank for most of the night okay this hotel tavern 
is letting him bring his own drinks so no this at the hotel like they went to the room to the room yeah okay and that then makes, they drank okay, that yeah sense. yeah yeah um so yep they drank and just after midnight he drove to a distant relative which i couldn't figure out exactly what that like who that who was it was mm-hmm. um but her name was shirley mm, Wysak. i don't know sure way sick that okay. sounds good too <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. Shirley W-A-S-Y-K. Why is... Was... Was it... Was I... Why sec? Now you know why. That's really hard So Shirley, knowing that her husband, Alex, wasn't home. Yeah, this is when shit gets real, guys. So he beat Shirley with a fire extinguisher. And she begged for him to stop. Yeah, no kidding. Right. Um, he tied Shirley's hands behind her back. Oh, my God. And put her back on her bed and then left the room. He gathered two of three of her young daughters, um, Charlene, oh, no. who was eight, and Tracy, who was seven, and put them in Tracy's room. Debbie, who was 12, she was the oldest sister, um, woke up from her mother crying. She snuck into her mom's room and untied her and took the fire extinguisher and snuck back to her room. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, how brave and super sneaky of you. Yeah. Um, When she heard Tracy starting to scream and then Dale was at her door, at Debbie's door, she threw the fire extinguisher through her window Mm -hmm. and jumped out and escaped to... A neighbor, Maureen McKay, where he just was to get the gun. Oh. So they called the police. Oh, well, good. Um, right, so Maureen's not a bad guy. No, I it, I think she just borrowed his gun and then. Right. And then he gave just it, back it back and didn't think right, of anything. Sure. Of it. Um, so let's see. Oh, and my oh, my little thought about that was maybe she didn't actually borrow the gun, but maybe because he was depressed that like. She kind of was like, can I, or like, you know what I mean? Or like, can you hold on to this for me or something? But anyway, he got it back. So then the police arrived and Shirley actually passed away from being beaten. Um, So Nelson's, well, Dale, whatever his name is. Fuck. Who cares? He's a bad guy. Um, His (laughs) truck was still outside. So they're searching everywhere. Tracy had multiple stab wounds and was dead. Oh, no. And Charlene was set loose in the woods. How old was she again? She was the, let's see, eight-year-old. Eight-year-old. Tracy was seven. Okay. Um, So police immediately went to Dale's home to get his kids and his wife out in case they were next targets. Absolutely. Um, But they went back to Shirley's house, which I don't know why there wasn't two different, but this was like a really small town, like, Oh my gosh. There was one cop, so he's driving back and forth. Forth, (laughs) And he got back to Shirley's house 15 minutes later, and they were shocked that Dale's truck was gone and that Tracy's body was also gone. (gasps) Oh no. So he was there the whole time. And they just didn't find him. Mm -mm. So was this house in the woods? You said that the. So Charlene was left in, like, released into the woods, but I don't know if it was just kind of like a little neighborhood and Mm -hmm. there's some woods or. If it was kind of like off by itself. So, okay. But the daughter got out and ran to a neighbor's house. So I'm assuming it was kind of like neighbory. Right. Um, but either way, so there would have been lots of places for him to hide. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Gotcha. Um, so shortly after that, Isabel St. Amand. 
Who mm-hmm. knows? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, who lived a few kilometers, which I was laughing. So I was like, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> a few kilometers. <laughs> and I was like thinking about it. And I was like, all right. Um, anyway, so down the road, it was just a neighbor down the road. So that's why I was thinking it was more neighborhoody. Gotcha. Um, she called the police and said that there was a man there with a gun. Mm-hmm. And before the police could get there, her and her husband and three of her sons, who were 10, 7, and 18 months old, were all shot in the head. No. And there was an eight-year-old daughter, Kathy, was missing. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So police launched this huge manhunt. And then the next day, so this is September 5th, um, his truck was found in a ditch with a bloody hammer along with pieces of Tracy scattered around oh yeah but they knew already that she was dead yeah because she had she had she died from dead. stab wounds right but he okay. took her body and did that and they just left the body there well that's why i was like maybe they were like oh my gosh he probably left and is going to his house now to kill them and right. then they all rushed thinking well they're already dead maybe i don't know i was really thinking about this i'm like why wasn't there someone to watch the crime scene? Right. But also this is the seventies. Yeah. But still, I feel Ah. like you don't leave a, a body and her husband was gone. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so Shirley and Tracy back to find his dead family. No one wanted to be there to like, be like, don't go in the house. I know that in that 15 minute time period, I was thinking, I mean, like, yes, anyone could have showed up and went in, but he also was there. And if someone stayed there, they could have caught him. Yeah. And said, you know, I and know. then it would have been over. I know. This he is another one of those things. The mom and took, took the little girl. Yeah. So that he could chop her up with a hammer. I don't really know what he was thinking. I'm, I'm going with all. LSD, but continue. that's why I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, oh, and that was the part that was in my dream. Oh, no. Yeah, like the bloody hammer thing. Oh, oh that was so bad. So, anywho, um, the next day on the 6th, Dale was found in a shack in the woods near his home and surrendered to police without a problem. He told them that Kathy was dead and told them exactly where she was. Like he pointed oh. on a map and said, here she is. Um, so that that's really upsetting. Um, and he was put on trial for this is also what I don't understand. They know he's killed multiple people, but mm-hmm. he's only put on trial for Kathy. He was only put on trial for only Kathy and Tracy's death interesting right not because the mom not the mom or the whole family that or he the killed. whole family he shot right yeah. so they it said that he was put on trial for them so I, I kept trying to find if it was more or maybe those were just like the two that he definitely admitted to right i, I mean I, I couldn't figure that out but guys we know that he killed them and it doesn't matter because obviously he's guilty but <laughs> the disgusting part is so Kathy, who's eight years old, um, he they found their bo- uh, her body, and he also sodomized her. Oh. And seven-year-old Tracy, whose organs were like ripped out of her body, oh, he attempted to eat. Oh my god! So that's why I'm saying LSD. Like you don't just do that when you're drunk, especially like a day later. You're sober by then, and you're hungover by then. Yeah. So even if you keep drinking 
something else had to have been in place. Some sort of horrific mental illness or drug or That's why I was like, reaction. There had to have been more to the story here. But he was found guilty, um, though they tried to, like, claim he was criminally insane. Um, Mm. That was brought on by drinking and LSD. It was like, no. So he was still sentenced to life in prison. So he did not get the death penalty, but, and I couldn't figure out if he was, um, like where he was, but I think he is dead actually. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm almost Man, positive he's dead. Insane. Yeah. That's why I told you it was a roller coaster. Yeah. I kept reading it and I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. Oh God. Ugh. It just got worse and worse yeah. and worse and worse. And, and then the very end I was like, <gasps> poor wow. Kathy, poor organs. Well, <laughs> Did they know or say whether Kathy was alive or dead? No, when, no, they, they found her body and she was dead. No, I mean when he oh. assaulted her. Oh, no, they did not say. Because that Tracy would difference. have been dead when she was eating, when he was trying to eat yeah. her organs. Yeah. I wouldn't even eat like animal organs. That's so disgusting. Yeah. Certainly not a person. Nope. Okay. Yeah, so that was that. Well, then I'm really glad that the last story that I chose is the last story that I chose because it's just happy. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) And it seems like we could maybe use a little bit of that. Yes, please. This was another one that uh, is current and was in the news. Um, And because I am a true winner, I did not even write down when this happened. (laughs) (laughs) But it it was recently. Um, all right. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell the story chronologically as well. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's what I always do. I always do that. I just, I, I understand it better that way. Uh, sometimes your stories start with like, so they were all in the hotel room and they were in a standoff with the police and <laughs> they don't always start. Well, that was just like. As early as I could find in the story. Right. Like, I didn't really care when he was born. He was freaking nuts. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Okay. He kept well, trying to hold my hand. It's cute. Then in that case, I don't really care when this happened because it's kind of cool. I, okay. Okay. She really is holding your oh, hand with no, her she, little paw. Whatever. All right. So, Officer Billy Ami stopped a car. It was a routine, like, traffic stop. Okay. Um, and whatever the charges, whatever he... So there aren't a whole lot of details about this because there hasn't been any kind of trial or... Oh, okay. Uh, and actually, this story was sort of told... It, like, the, the bad guy doesn't matter very okay. much. So, um, for, so whatever the reason, the suspect that he had pulled over, the driver, mm-hmm. ended up getting out of the car. And he and the officer got into a very heated argument. At some point, um, Ami decided that he was going to cuff the suspect. Mm -hmm. At which point, as seems to be the case with all our stories today, the drug-using suspect lost his shit. Uh, Yeah. So he became very aggressive. He started to attack the officer. He managed to get a hold of his baton and was hitting him repeatedly over the head with it. Uh, One of the articles that I read said that he reached for 
the officer's gun and like there was they were like locked in a struggle to see who could get it first Uh and all this kind of stuff so while this is happening they're on the side of the road and cars are going by and you know it's and everybody can see that this is happening they're not like hiding behind the car or something um and he didn't have any backup the officer didn't have any backup and didn't have anybody riding with him and so it it was it was a very serious it was one of those situations where like it should have just been nothing yeah and it had all of a sudden become very serious and very life-threatening yep uh one person did see what was going on and pulled over to ask if he needed help and she was 56 year old vicky williams tillman Aww. and she is the cutest little button lady ever oh my god yes. she's like maybe five feet tall but I don't think so and and adorable so she pulled over rolled her window down she was gonna ask if he needed help but he never even got the chance to say that he needed help because that's that was around the time when he was like trying to cuff the suspect and the suspect was getting like crazy Mm -hmm. um and so as soon as he started um as soon as the suspect started hitting him over the head, that is when she pulled out her phone, she dialed 911, told them what was going on, that they needed backup, and then... I like how they needed backup, because now she's on the scene. (laughs) Oh, I love her. And then, uh, because she's also kind of insane, sort of the way I think that my dogs, who are all of 15 pounds, but think they're like Dobermans, are insane. Yes. She jumped on the back of the suspect yes oh she's living oh yes she grabbed (laughs) his arm and tackled him to the ground where she was able to hold him off (laughs) until backup arrived (laughs) (laughs) i love it i i want to be that grandma right dang i wouldn't fuck with her though (laughs) what's that i wouldn't fuck with her no uh -uh, no (laughs) it's like did we tell grandma that you're messing up and then the kids like oh my god no call the police just call the police i'd rather go (laughs) i'll go to jail it's no big deal (laughs) so they they held a press conference and you know thanked her publicly Mm -hmm. and everything and they um joked that they were going to recruit her they needed her yeah (laughs) she'd be the best undercover ever oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) no one would expect that that's so great Uh, they could send her into all the really dangerous situations i love it Oh, I love it. So there's a happy story I like to it. end our episode after all of the like crazy yes. murders. Oh, and I love that. Horrific stuff. That's so cute. So um, do we have anything that we want to say? I, I have kind of a weird shout out. Okay. Um, And I'm going to give the shout out in such a way that that doesn't like tell anyone's personal business, but one of, one of our Patreon supporters, Diana, Mm -hmm. she and her family have this great reason to celebrate this week. And so I wanted to let them know that we are celebrating with them and very happy. Yeah. Um, and so that, that is my shout out. I like that shout out. Uh, also we are sending off. Oh, I ordered some new swag. Yes. Today, some new crime crazy swag. So we are sending, as soon as that gets here, we are sending that off to all of our Patreon donors. Mm-hmm. They get swag as part of their We Love You gifts. Yes. So even if we've already sent you stuff, expect another package. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so if you want a crime crazy package, yeah. it is really easy. All you have to do is go to Patreon and type in crime crazy podcast and look and through all we our are right stuff. There. We're right yeah. there. Anything else? I don't think so. We are doing this like super quick episode today. That was our goal. Was yeah. How fast can we do an episode? Yeah. <laughs> before the power goes out. <laughs> right. And before Jordan falls asleep. Before the children wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. I think that's everything. I don't have anything else. Okay. Well, then let's tell people how to find us. Ooh, yeah. I like that people are talking to us on Facebook more because it goes yes. right to my phone and I could just get it and I'm excited. Yeah. So really, we have a page and a group. Mm-hmm. So really just type in Crime Crazy Podcast and you'll find It'll us. It'll come up. Yep, yeah. absolutely. So absolutely. we come join the group. Yeah, we accept everyone. So just like, add right. us and the page you just have to like join or however that works. And then yeah. you just there and then yeah you can just hit like or whatever Mm -hmm. um the group is a closed group yeah so you do have to like request but it takes us what 10 15 seconds i know every time i get one i'm like yeah yeah (laughs) and then two seconds later i grab my phone i'm like oh i need to approve this person i click it and they're gone because you've already approved sometimes like you'll do it and i'm like (gasps) i'm like oh wait it's a race they're already on there But it is a closed group, which means that you can go in there and say all kinds of things that your family would think is weird, like... Sometimes I post memes about, like, serial killers, and no one gets it except for this group. I know. I know. And and that and, like, the predictive text games yes. where you talk about how you're going to murder someone. Yeah. Or, like, the bloody <laughs> picture, and it's like, the last text you sent is yes. the reason why you did this. Yes. Those are my favorite. So come play with us there. Yeah. You can also find us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, we are Crime Crazy Pod. Yes. And same on Instagram. Yep. Crime Crazy Pod. And then, of course, our website's crimecrazypodcast.com, which might be where you're listening to this right now. Oh, yeah. If you haven't been to our website, though, you should definitely check it out because every week when we post an episode, we post a featured picture with that episode. Mm-hmm. And so you'll get to see, you know, just a little, this, one of the stories. Yeah. It'll be a photo that goes along with one of the stories. So that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And it has all our social media stuff on there as well. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I, I think, think that's that, a, that yeah. pretty much is everything except for one thing. Do not end up on next week's episode. Imagine a world where creatives always have a key to the city. Use promo code 3PLAY and get three signature notebook ones for only $20. That's T-H-R-E-E-P-L-A-Y. This and more are available exclusively at knewamsterdam.com. Newamsterdam.com. Welcome, citizen.